Welcome to the Top Flight Podcast as we continue our EPL preview series. We're going through all 20 teams, getting ready for the 2018-19 season. And today we got one of the big six. It is Tottenham Hotspur coming off of a third place finish last year, semifinal appearance in the FA Cup, and a round of 16 exit in the Champions League. Still no trophies for Spurs. Can they do it this season? I'm Ori Benatar, and I'm joined today by Lucas Donnaperna. What's going on, Lucas? How's it going? It's going well, and we are ready to talk a little bit about Tottenham. Their players coming off of some uh, pretty good summers. A few of them have, of course, Harry Kane winning the Golden Boot in the World Cup, and Spurs captain and France captain Hugo Lloris lifting the trophy as France won the World Cup in Russia. You also had Kieran Trippier, Davinson Sanchez, Jan Vertonghen playing well in the tournament. Deli Ali helping get England into fourth place. So, Lucas, overall... What are Tottenham's expectations of the season? Is it realistic to say that this team can win the title? Oh yeah, for sure. I think I think they are a strong title contender for the upcoming EPL season. Um, I think uh, a few things though need to be changed. I think one of Tottenham's biggest um, things that they need to work on is I think being a little bit more. Um, present in the transfer market keeping up with the current um flow of the transfer market as we as we all know that you know big teams are spending big money on on big players i think um i think the spurs need to get their um their hands dirty and and you know start fighting start bidding some high numbers for some top players it's not like they they do have top players but i think they need to you know to spend a little bit more, they've been a little bit too conservative for my liking. Um, but I think, yeah, with some with some pickups, um, maybe some midfielders, um, I think uh, they can really they, they can really you know give the rest of the clubs the run for their money. Um, I think as well. Um, I, I really I really think their their defense is. Um, is a key part of their team. I I personally think that there's uh, like very little change uh, to be made in the defense. I think they should could just keep it the way it is. Um, uh, maybe work on the midfield a little bit more for the upcoming season. I know I know Champions League is not um, their main goal. Um, uh, the title obviously is, and I know um, their their sights are set on that. That trophy. So, um, with that being said, um, I think definitely with some new signings um, and minor tweaks in the um, in the system and the tactics, I think they can um, they can they can win it. I would agree. I just think they do need to spend some money. They, It's clear as day to me that they are not going to be going after anybody. They have made no noise in the transfer market. There hasn't been many rumors flowing around of players leaving or players coming. But they, they have this young core that po- Pochettino and uh, Daniel Levy trust to get the job done eventually. And I think for Tottenham, if they don't win a trophy with Kane and Ali on board, they're sort of the two main guys of this team in their youth, Ali at 22 and Kane at 24, then it will be deemed as a failure. And then people will see the Spurs team as not having, 
you know, gone after enough key players. Because other than Kane, right now they still have Vincent Jensen and Fernando Lorente, who they might sell. There has been some stories and some speculation that they will try and sell them maybe to pick up a midfielder, like you said, Lucas, which I think would be a good purchase. But it's an exciting season for Spurs. They're going to have a brand new stadium, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It's a very creative name, JK. I liked White Hart Lane name a lot a lot better. I thought that was a lot cooler. But besides the, the Premier League trophy up for grabs, I think the FA Cup is a decent uh, is a decent chance to win that too. They got to the semifinals last time. They played at Wembley with all their home fans there because that was their home stadium. But I think for Tottenham this year, they got to win at least one trophy. It, maybe not necessarily the Premier League, but maybe get the FA Cup, at least try and get the EFL Cup because they have a good enough squad to win at least one trophy. Mm-hmm, for sure. So, I mean, it really is all going to depend on how many goals Kane scores. Kane has showed he's not a fluke. We all thought that this was going to be a one-off season in 15-16, how well Kane scored. Deli Ali came on the scene and was just incredible. Didn't exactly have the best World Cup for England. He did not create as much as he did for Spurs. But this team is very, very strong. They're going to have a busy, busy schedule. Overall, it just seems like... It's all going to depend sort of on Kane. But who else do you think in that roster needs to have a good season for Tottenham to overperform and maybe get closer to winning a title or winning a trophy this season? Well, I think um, Christian Eriksen, without a doubt, um, and Eric Dyer and Son, if he's starting, if Son is starting on the wing there, he's got to be, he's got to be consistent. He's got to be explosive. He's got to continue to deliver. Um, accurate you know balls from the uh, from the wing into the 18 for Kane and for, for players like Kane and Ali to get ahead on it um, he's got to be he's got to be quick you know he's got to move that ball fast they've got to be able Christian Eriksen's got to be able to you know um, use his vision to spot um, you know Ali son Kane anybody up in the final third um, and even finish the balls too. Um, Eric Dyer, he's gotta, he's gotta be strong. He's gotta be the pivot point in midfield as well as Ali. But I mean, I see Ali going a little bit more further, and and Dyer sitting a little bit more back to maybe pick up the loose balls. Um, but yes, in that in that that scenario, I think Dyer should should be the pivot point in midfield, and uh, Musa Dembele should be the more defensive midfielder, if that makes sense. He he. He should be the one cleaning up um, and sitting above the back line. Um, so yeah, I think it really depends on the on the midfield. Um, if this midfield performs, um, yeah, especially like Ericsson, Dyer, Ali, Son, um, and Debele, I, th- I think um, I think they can really do some damage. But again, the um, Ericsson's got to be got to be on his top game. Dyer, Ali. Son, they all they all have to be on their top game for this midfield to work and for it to work the way Pochettino wants it to. Exactly, and Mauricio Pochettino has proved himself to be a worthy manager. Real Madrid was even poking at his door to see if they wanted to hire him. They ended up going with Julian Lopetegui in the middle of the World Cup. That was a whole thing, but they have a good manager. They have the players, but every year with Spurs, it seems as though they have sort of a new breakout star. Last year, Kieran Trippier was kind of the big one. 
Kyle Walker going to Manchester City, making that big money move. They needed a new right back for some time there. You had Kyle Walker-Peters playing, but then Kieran Trippier comes into the team, makes a name for himself through the Spurs lineup, becomes a starter for England, and has one of the best World Cups of any right, maybe the best World Cup of any right back at in Russia. So who do you, who would you pin maybe as that breakout star for Tottenham this year? I mean, I'm looking at some younger names. Uh, Juan Foyth is a 20-year-old center back from Argentina. Not sure if he's going to get much game time because the defense sort of picks itself with this team with Alderweireld still on the roster. And Vertonghen, maybe Nkudu makes some more appearances. Harry Winks, I think, is the obvious decision, I would feel like. But who, between maybe like Winks or Nkudu, anybody else you see in this roster that can have a very breakout season like we are so accustomed to seeing for Tottenham every year? Um, For me... This might seem a little bit, um, a little bit weird, but I think maybe, maybe Dyer could. I mean, he did. He, he was part of. He was a strong point, in, in, I would say in England's World Cup campaign this uh, past uh, World Cup. Um, but I think it really, like, if he, if he really performs and if he has this breakout season, like, I think I, I think it's pretty likely that he could. Uh, it could really benefit the whole squad and it could really take this team um, to the level that they want to take it to. And um, I think, I think Dyer could, could be the one to do it. Um, He's young and, and he, he um, seems to work well with, um, on, on England. I think he didn't do too bad and he did pretty well in, in the world cup. So yeah, I don't see why Dyer um, can't be the one to, Break out next season. Yeah, Dyer. Yeah, Dyer's an interesting choice. Only twenty four. He's still pretty young. Yeah. So we move on from a little Premier League and squad talk. Let's talk a little bit about the Champions League because Tottenham is going to be back into the Champions League, and we'll have to see what they can do. Got to the round of sixteen last year. They ended up uh, in a tough group with Madrid and Dortmund. They got out of that group. Ended up beating Madrid in a game in the group stage. Then they fell to Juventus during the round of sixteen. You're looking at the top teams in Europe and looking at Tottenham. Do you think out of some of the top teams in Europe that are going to be competing for quarterfinal, semifinal spots, maybe even titles in the Champions League, give me a couple of teams that you think Tottenham could beat in a two-leg playoff and maybe get to a quarterfinal or a semifinal in the Champions League if possible. Um, If Tottenham matches up with any other Premier League team, I think they have a good shot of of getting past them, let's say um, Manchester United or Manchester City, I'm, I'm sure Tottenham could really can can um, uh, beat them. And uh, another team, other than a Premier League team, that they could probably take on is um, I would say Juventus. They did fall to them last season, but I mean now with Ronaldo on Juventus, you know you might call me crazy, but I think if Tottenham performs at their best um, they can beat the they can take um Juventus just like they they took uh, Madrid last season when they beat them in their group stage i believe um, other than Juventus i think i think they could also give PSG a run for their money um i know PSG every time they uh and and they always they always mess up their uh their Champions League. There's that. That is their their main goal is the Champions League uh, title, but they always seem to underperform, and I think Tottenham can really 
use that to their advantage. And and um, if you know Neymar and Mbappe and Cavani are off their game, um, I, I think it's I think it's fair for Tottenham to uh, to really uh, use that in their, to their advantage. Those would be some great games if PSG played Spurs or Juventus played Spurs. If there's one team in particular that I'm looking at to have an underperforming Champions League, for some reason, I think that Bayern Munich is not going to have a good Champions League this year. You know, Robert Lewandowski has sort of been cast aside a little bit as one of the best strikers in the world because of the kind of World Cup that Kylian Mbappe had or Harry Kane winning the Golden Boot. Lewandowski's still a great player, but the World Cup that he had didn't help his case to put him as one of the top five strikers in the world. I still think he's probably top five, top seven, but I, I don't know. I think that Bayern Munich is going to have a tough time in the Champions League this year with Ronaldo on Juventus, whoever Madrid gets to replace Ronaldo. Barcelona is still going to be good. You've got PSG with a new Kylian Mbappe and Cavani and Neymar. They're going to be incredible next season. And Buffon at, at keeper, of course. So I think that it would be interesting to see Spurs play those teams, uh, you know, the changing of the guard of football, a lot of these young Spurs players against a lot of the young PSG players. But I think their best chance would be to get a good draw on the group stage, play maybe an English team in the round of 16, and uh, go forward from there. But let's do our, our sort of final segment here on this preview. Let's go with a range of places you think Tottenham can finish this season. It seems like both of us are under the impression that Spurs can probably get, probably definitely get out of their group in the Champions League, probably make it to the quarterfinals, maybe semifinals, depending on a good draw. But in the Premier League, give me a range of places you think Spurs can finish this year. Um, so if we see the Tottenham that we saw last season, I think they they would finish, you know, second or even third. I think that also depends on how, um, you know, Manchester United and Manchester City play. I think those are, those are what, that's what Tottenham really has to worry about is, I think, um, the, the performance of, um, Man United and Man City, um, but if we see the if I if we see the Tottenham that we want to see per se or or that we we expect to see, I think I think they can finish. I, I predict I predict second second place if if you know things go the way they're going so far. You know, um, I think second. Um, third if they play similar to last season first if first place if if Kane Ali Dyer Erickson Son you know if everybody performs and the back line ten, continues to be the brick wall that that I think they were last season um then I think they can get first no problem you know but that's only if if Kane continues his his dominance which I'm sure he will. I don't have many concerns about that. Um, but yeah, that's a bit, that being said, you know, Ericsson, Dyer, Ali, Son, they are the, the whole midfield. They they have to be on their top game. Every player really has to be um, on the same wavelength. So yeah, first, second, third. Yeah, I would say their range. Based on how deep Man U and Man City are, I would say that Tottenham's range would probably be between second and sixth. I think they're at this point where they're not going to finish 
in seventh or eighth. They're too good to be below the top six. I even think they're too good even to finish below the top four. I would say Spurs is probably a top four finisher, but it's all going to depend on if City has a sophomore slump, which I don't think is likely because of how deep their squad is. But I think the top six in the season is all going to depend on the kind of year that Mo Salah has because while Liverpool has strengthened their team with Alisson and Keita and Fabinho and Shakiri, Salah had a season unlike any other in the history of the Premier League, and Mane and Firmino helped that out too. Those three need to have a very similar type of season if Liverpool want to win the title or finish in the top two. Whereas for Spurs, you kind of know now that Kane is a consistent, he's going to get you 20, 25 goals in the season. You know Deli Ali is going to get your assists. You know Erickson's going to score some great goals. The Spurs players sort of have that guarantee. We haven't seen that yet with Mo Salah. You know, Mane and Firmino we know are going to score some goals, but can Salah have another incredible season like he did last year, maybe get 20, 25 goals this time around? I think that is really going to determine how the Spurs teams finish and just how the season goes in general. So I think Spurs... I'm not pinning them to win the title. I don't think they have enough to do that. It would take them to be beating the top six consistently in those big games during the season, and it would also take some help from uh, the smaller clubs maybe getting some victories. They need other teams to steal points. So I think their range second to sixth. As that's going to be it for our Spurs preview. Lucas, thanks for joining me. Thank you. All right, so that is it for Tottenham Hotspur Preview. For Lucas, I'm Ori Benatar. Make sure to listen to all our other previews here on the Top Flight Podcast as we continue looking forward to the 2018-19 English Premier League season.